0: Howdy hey and howdy to all of my hoes. It's Emma Claire, Midwest Emma, and I'm back with a short little episode of the Spicy Account Podcast. This mini episode is just kind of going to be for the girls or the guys that are doing OnlyFans or Pocket Stars or any of that adult content creation. And I thought I would take this little mini episode to give away some free advice, free tips, and basically go over what I would do if I started OnlyFans for the very first time today, November 1st, 2021. And I think by just going over what my strategy would be as a new creator, kind of will give um, some inside of my strategies and what I think is most important when building your only fans business so if you're interested in that sort of content this will be just a little quick run through of what i think i would do if i started today and if i was starting only fans today for the very first time i would first research on social media and this is before i even create social media accounts the research that i am doing before i even begin creating my own accounts is choosing a <clears throat> oh my goodness excuse me is choosing a name the maybe the most important thing about starting an OnlyFans career or adult content career is choosing your alias choosing your social media handles because once you create them you basically have to stick with them and you especially want to stick with them if you want to build your brand and build your following organically and that's what you gotta do, choose a name. And for me personally, I chose Midwest Emma. It was kind of a quick decision I made and it turned out pretty well because I was able to find my name on every social media platform when I started. So what I did was go onto all of the social media websites, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Reddit, and I would search whatever name I was thinking of choosing and then I made sure that that handle wasn't taken. And I want to be very specific that you want to make sure your handles are the same on all platforms. So on Instagram, if I'm mo one and then on Twitter, I'm midwestemma69xx that is not cohesive. That is not building a brand. It is confusing, and it makes it very hard for people who want to follow you to follow you. So when choosing a name, make sure... Your handle or your desired alias is not already taken. Also, make sure you're not choosing something too too basic, something too complicated, or something that is too much of a niche. So you don't want to call yourself like Hot Wife Stephanie. You can just be Stephanie K. You don't want to call yourself Foot Girl 69. You can be Brittany... Alondro who sells feet pictures. You don't have to niche yourself in your alias name because maybe you want to change up your content later. So 10 out of 10 recommend just choosing a name that is a first and last name to go by. I also really recommend not using your legal name just for safety reasons because there's a lot of weirdos on the internet and you want to protect yourself you wanna protect your family, and you want to protect your future. So choose that alias, choose it wisely, and then once you have that alias picked out and you've kind of done your research on it, go ahead and make the email account that you're going to be using to create your social media accounts. So the first thing I'm doing before I'm even creating my spicy website on OnlyFans, Pocket Stars, Fansly, whatever site you're going to be using, you're creating your social media accounts and that is quite time consuming honestly it probably will take you an entire day to create a twitter account an instagram account a TikTok account reddit account and then go ahead and make that only fans account when you are making your only fans account you're going to be choosing your username so that's why it's really important to go ahead and choose that alias before even creating that OnlyFans account. And especially because you have that email now created. So when you're going to create your OnlyFans account, you guys all probably already know the steps. You have to get verified that you are who you say you are and that you are over 18 years old. I do get a lot, a lot of DMs that I honestly do not open saying, hey, Emma my account got rejected, my application got rejected, OnlyFans won't accept me. Basically, I get that several times a day, and there are a ton of YouTubes out there, a ton of videos that kind of explain how to go around and basically fill everything out correctly so you are able to get approved. So I'm not really going to go over that because I am not OnlyFans support, and if you want help getting your account approved after you've been rejected, you need to contact OnlyFans support because it is a really common problem and I'm not the person that you should be asking for help from. So anyways, once your OnlyFans account has been submitted, the application has been submitted, you now have some time to kill because it might take a day or two and if you get rejected, it might take even longer. So while you're waiting for it to get approved, you might wanna think about doing a secondary site. For me personally, I'm on Pocket Stars, I love it. I've been on there since I want to say the end of April and they are very similar to OnlyFans and so that's what I've been using. I have seen some other girls on Fansly. That seems to be probably the most popular besides OnlyFans. I haven't personally used it so I know nothing about it. But while you're waiting for your OnlyFans approval, you might think about doing a secondary website. And then the next thing you're going to be doing is photo shoots. Because now that you have your social media, now that you have your OnlyFans, you need content to put on those accounts. And so you're going to want to do probably three photo shoots right off the bat. Maybe the first or second day that you're even getting into this. And these three photo shoots need to be done in three outfits in three different locations to add variety and to kind of start building up content especially if you're a no face creator you are going to want to build up as much content with different outfits in different locations so you can prove you are who you say you are because otherwise it might look like you are stealing content from another creator and it just takes time to build your authenticity and especially if you're no face so while you are posting, you are building your brand. And by building your brand, I don't mean choosing a niche. And that's something you don't wanna do right away. I get also a lot of messages saying, Emma, how do I choose my niche, what do I do? And basically what I say is don't choose one, just be yourself, do things that you enjoy, and if something does really well, then you can start to explore that more. For me personally, I started doing a little bit of everything. So I was doing feet content. I was doing lingerie content. I was doing um, twerking content. And then I noticed my outdoor farm-related content started doing the best. It was the most liked. It was the most um, profitable. So I started doing it more and more. So I didn't try to niche myself right away in the beginning. It kind of just naturally and organically happened because that's what my subscribers enjoyed the most. So for you when you're first starting out, don't go into creating content thinking I have to do a ton of feet stuff or I have to do a ton of BDSM or I have to do a ton of like hot wife or hardcore kink stuff do a little bit of everything, explore, see what you enjoy, see what your future followers and subscribers enjoy. Don't niche yourself right away, but you do want to be building your brand right away. So for me, how to build a brand when I'm first starting out, what I would be doing is being consistent. So when I'm first beginning my career, I want to be posting on my social media accounts consistently. And this is even before that OnlyFans has gotten approved, mind you. And to be consistent on Instagram, this means posting once every couple days, but then showing that true consistency in your stories. So your Instagram stories are going to be a valuable place to prove your authenticity that you are um, who you say you are, especially if you're no face, because you can show more of your personal life um, on the stories to kind of just give that extra verification that the photos on my page are actually me. And then using stories to interact with your followers on Instagram, like polls, questions, and stuff like that, is also a great way to start building your brand and your followerslash fan base. The next thing you're going to do is be consistent on Twitter. Twitter, you're going to post a minimal amount of photos. You're not going to be posting a photo every single day on Twitter. It looks spammy, it looks cluttered, and you're giving away too much for free. So my motto on Twitter is one photo shoot a day or one photo shoot a week or maybe just one photo every couple days. But what you want to be doing is tweeting a lot to help build Your brand on Twitter. So these tweets aren't necessarily photos, but it's words that you are typing out to either show your humor, show your interest, show things that you are doing behind the scenes for OnlyFans. So you can talk about the new red lingerie that you just bought or the new sex toys you just bought, things like that to start um, just kind of showing your consistency on Twitter. I don't know how else to say it, but. Most of the time when people come to me saying, Emma, I'm really struggling. I don't know why my page is not doing well. 10 out of 10 times, it's because they do not have a defined brand. They are just another hot girl sitting on a bed doing OnlyFans. There's nothing that makes them stand out. And in order to make yourself stand out, you need to start tweeting, posting on your Instagram stories, and then using TikTok and those videos to start showing more of who you actually are and building that brand yourself. Your brand is not gonna come from just a few photo shoots and a couple tweets. It's gonna take a long time, it's gonna take a lot of consistency, and your goal as a creator is to set the foundation so that way weeks and months and years to come, you are still building on top of you say you are. So even though this isn't going to be like an overnight success, you are just constantly thinking, what can I do a little bit each day to make my pages better and make people get to know me or get to like me more? So after you've done Instagram and Twitter, that's when you're going to start diving into TikTok. So this is also before your OnlyFans page might even be approved. Even if your OnlyFans isn't approved, TikTok can be really successful and great for you because you can start building followers on Instagram and Twitter. And this is gonna be done by putting your Instagram and Twitter on your TikTok bios. So that way people find your TikTok videos, find your TikTok account, and then go follow your other social medias if they please. So TikTok in the beginning is gonna be really great in building followers. And then potentially having people who want to subscribe when that OnlyFans is approved and you start posting there. I would say that a lot of people who don't see progression in their OnlyFans accounts or come to me saying that, oh, TikTok isn't working for me. It's because they're not doing TikTok efficiently or they are not doing it well. And by this, I mean most of these people who are struggling with TikTok only have one account. I personally think everyone should have two to three accounts minimum. And then the other thing that people are doing that is struggling is they are not posting consistently. And by consistently, I mean posting two to three times a day. So if somebody wants to be successful on TikTok and they're gonna put their all into it, I recommend having two to three accounts and posting on each of those accounts two to three times a day. So yes, that is a lot of work. But I will say that most people who are following those instructions not only get better at making TikToks, but they also start seeing a growth, not only in their quality of TikToks, but in the number of followers that they are gaining on TikTok or Instagram and Twitter. So consistency would be my main goal in the beginning. And then after... I am being consistent on social media. My OnlyFans, my PocketStars, my Fansly, whatever those applications are will be approved and then I can start posting there. And posting on OnlyFans, PocketStars, Fansly, whatever site you choose is going to be really important in the beginning because people are not going to subscribe if you do not have any posts or very many posts. So before you start focusing on transferring followers on social media to your spicy websites you need to focus on building up the content on those spicy websites. So I would say at minimum if you or if I if I started my account today I would try to get 10 posts and two videos on my wall so that way if somebody finds me on TikTok finds me on Twitter and subscribes they at least have 10 photos right away and two videos right away. And then of course, I'm going to be consistent on my OnlyFans posting daily and chatting with the subscribers I am gaining. So yeah, I guess that's kind of (laughs) a brief description of what I would do if I started OnlyFans all over today. I would be putting most of my effort into TikTok and then I would be putting an equal amount of time into Instagram And Twitter to build up my brand, build up my follower, my fan base, and just kind of being consistent there proves that I am consistent on OnlyFans. If I started OnlyFans again, my subscription price would have stayed the same at $10.99, and I would have structured all of my content the same way I did when I first started. I had a Paid page for six months and then I introduced a free page after I gained some fan base or some um, followers on my social media platforms. So like I said just now, I only had one page when I first started and I thought that worked really well for me and that's probably what I would do again because Focusing on just one page, which was my paid platform on OnlyFans, that was ten ninety nine, dollars allowed me to put all of my effort and to drive all of my subscribers to one place. So if I had an OnlyFans, a Pocket Stars, a Fansly, a free OnlyFans, if I had all of these accounts, I am sending subscribers, or I mean, I am sending my followers to all of these platforms, and it's kind of like a shotgun approach. But for me, when I did it, I only had one account and I was driving everyone to one platform, which helped me grow a lot on one platform. Whereas if I would have been sending them to several different platforms, it would have taken quite a bit longer to build the number of subscribers that I had. So I guess that's what I would do in the beginning. I would focus on one. And then once I started building and growing, then I would branch out and do some others. So yeah, I guess (laughs) that's about all I have for what I would do if I started being a Spicy Accountant today on October 1st, 2021. With that being said, it is the first of the month. It's a Monday. So I don't know about you guys, but I get super motivated and super excited about um, new beginnings. And so I hope everyone can... Kind of take that motivation and that energy for the new beginning into this month because you never know where you'll be in one week or three weeks. This could be your best month ever on OnlyFans or Pocket Stars or Fansly. This could be your best month ever, ever and hopefully consistency will help you get to those new goals. So I guess I can answer some of the questions that I had on Instagram today. The first question I got was, how do I choose who to collaborate with? So I kind of mentioned it before. I mostly collaborate with mutual friends on social media, usually Twitter. And then I've collaborated with some friends in my personal life. And so that's kind of how I choose. I usually get to know people before I meet with them in person and especially before I collaborate, take photos, or film content with them. Another question I got was, any suggestions for going big on TikTok when you don't want locals to find you out? So if you are showing your face on TikTok and on your OnlyFans account, it's going to be very hard to go viral on TikTok while remaining anonymous, just because TikTok not only shows you um, on the For You page to people in your general area, so if you live in your hometown still, you are more likely to show up on people from your hometowns for you page. So I literally have no idea how you would remain anonymous if you are showing your face. I have seen people try and I have seen people fail. Most people that I know that show their face on TikTok and have a video go viral immediately get found out by friends, family, or brothers, cousins, nephew. Whatever. If you are showing your face, you will have to kind of... Um, bite the bullet that if you want to grow big on TikTok, people are going to find out. If you are an anonymous creator like myself, I am able to go viral. I've had hundreds of videos reach over millions of views. And to this day, I've never been found out or caught by um, people in my personal life. And the way I've done this is really focusing on those privacy settings in the TikTok, making sure that my account is not being suggested to others, make sure it's not linked to my contacts or my other social media accounts, and just being super careful um, about what I'm posting and what those accounts are leaked to. I also block people in my personal life that I know are on TikTok, like my siblings. I block them on every account I create just so I can extra verify that they will not see me popping up on their for you page. So that's my only suggestion. Um, If you're going to be showing your face, you will be caught if you go viral. The next question I got was, what kind of bows do you have? And I actually have three bows in my closet here in my bedroom. I have a diamond, I have a Hoyt, and I have a Matthews. I am not the greatest of archery because I'm not consistent with practicing, but last week when I was not feeling so hot, I got a lot of reps in, so hopefully I will be improving my bow game over time. The next question is, do you enjoy taking content while you are doing things that you enjoy or do you like keeping them separate? example do you hate taking nudes while you're hunting or doing work on the farm so this is pretty easy no i don't hate it because it's very easy for me to do so when i'm out hunting or driving a combine or just in general being outdoors it is so easy for me to quickly capture what i'm doing in a sexy, explicit way. So no, I don't hate it just because it's a great way for me to share more about my life, but showing the sexy side of it. So there are times that I'll go hunting and I'll be freezing my ass off and I will not be in the mood for a photo shoot. So I simply will not do that photo shoot. But for the most part, if I kind of do a little bit of planning ahead, meaning if I bring my tripod and my cell phone fully charged, I can manage a photo shoot fairly quickly with whatever I am doing that day. Okay, the last question I'm going to answer is, what if somebody wants to make outdoorsy content but doesn't have access to private land? So I don't know what kind of outdoorsy content you're trying to do, but if you're just trying to take like, oh, I'm hiking, here are some hiking nudes, that can pretty much be done anywhere as long as... Well, you have permission to be on that land or you verify that there are not going to be other people who see you taking that explicit content without their consent. So basically, (laughs) outdoorsy content can be done if you are just kind of sneaky or you incorporate it into your normal life. Like if you actually want to have like a full on scene and do a bunch of stuff outdoors, I would say maybe start by renting an Airbnb in the mountains or something like that. But for the most part, um, don't try to force outdoor content if it doesn't necessarily fit your brand. If you are a girl that lives in New York City, it might not necessarily improve your brand to make a combine sex tape because you live in New York City, you're not a farmer. It might be kind of weird that you're making a combine sex tape, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if that's the angle you were looking for, but if you're just trying to take some content outdoors, um, there are public places that you can probably go and be sneaky, but if that's not a possibility, renting an Airbnb is definitely your best bet. So I guess that's all I have today. I hope you guys enjoy this short little mini episode. I have a little bit of a cold, so hopefully my voice is not too cringy over this microphone and that's all I have this week. Have a good one.